to These Are Good Days with Leanne Miller and Matt Barris. Well, Matt, we waited all of spring, all of summer, and all of fall for you to be able to have those daggum Christmas lights turned on at the entrance and they're off. They're not on. I pulled in your driveway. Your neighbor Look is, it. listen, your neighbor is is showing you up, first of all. Your neighbor. Your neighbor. I thought I was going to catch you. I thought I was going to catch yeah, you to like, say, yeah. you already said this. Nope. You already hassled me about They're that. off. There are no Christmas tree lights on the little spruce trees at your front door. Right. What, what, what happened? Here's what happened. They did they burn out? No, oh. we have just, I haven't put up the lights yet. Wait, hey, no, it's so close to Christmas. Well, you know what I mean. I haven't like gone out there and done it. I have a couple, a few what, more you, things. Wait, wait, don't you have to just plug them in? Okay. Aren't they? <laughs> you need to relax. Here's the thing. Have you seen the inside of my home? I am busy making Christmas magic for three children. I can't do it all. I have a full-time job. I have a podcast. Mm-hmm. You've been sick. I have to mm-hmm. t- text you all day to make sure you're alive. It's life has been busy. It's been busy. I suppose I can find an extension cord. Yeah, yeah. We've waited. I've waited. <laughs> we've waited all this time. It's December and no lights are on at the door. Well, you know, we'll get there. Okay. Yep. It's here. This this is. I mean, true. I'm so glad you let them up in the tree. They're coming. It's coming. It's so handy. <laughs> Here's the truth. It's been a really nice it has. fall. Yeah, so, it has. you know, we yeah. actually. It feels like fall. It felt, it like, felt fall. like fall till mm-hmm. like really now. today. I mean, it was cold, but the sun was shining. Yeah. The grass is still green. I mean, it's I know. so strange. We haven't, we usually have the porch furniture put away by now. Yeah. It's still out. Yeah, us too. Like yeah. we usually pack it up in the shed, yeah. but it's still out. Yeah. We just haven't done our outside yeah, chores because it's, it's been. Crazy. So nice. Okay, listen, before we talk about our good days, we have to talk about my voice. I sound a little bit... (laughs) A little hoarse. (laughs) Oh, but you know what? Your wheeze laugh cough is one of your most memorable qualities. Yeah, yeah, and it stays pretty consistent even when I've been sick. So I have been... Oh, Lord, I've been in the bed. I took to the bed. I know. I took to the bed on a Friday, and I did not really feel like myself until this morning yeah and that was I know, like you three or four days later at like eight o'clock and you were like i'm getting out of bed and getting a shower yeah, and i'm yeah. like great <laughs> i don't know what <laughs> you're like say. good i i really was this time I, I was really i had something you know bronchial and a cold and yeah and I, and so i still sound like that in fact as the podcast goes on because i've been trying to rest my voice I will probably start to, you know, sound even more raspy. You know what? A good thing that came out of this is you (laughs) took to your Instagram and asked people for Mm -hmm. what are their remedies. Yes. You got some great feedback. Yes. You know, one of mine that came up was the whiskey. Yeah. Last year around this time, I, you, you exposed me drinking whiskey while (laughs) (laughs) recording the podcast. And then one of the things is the Starbucks medicine ball and you brought me one yes i'm we're it drinking it right so now i'm drinking good. mine and you're drinking yours i mean yeah, I we're not one. drinking one, one. you're we drinking separate. yes and it's delicious i don't want what you have i've never ever had it it's and, really and good at our starbucks they don't call it medicine ball anymore but if you say medicine ball it's like some like 
peach mint, bleh. but it, you but know, it's know called something it else, but they know what it is. Okay. And I think probably that's because, you know, m- m- medicine ball, I, I don't know where the name came from. Well, but I think it's one of those, um, you know, restaurants have those secret menu mm-hmm. things that go viral. Probably, and yeah. I think they mm-hmm. just kind of figure yeah. out after a while yeah, what it's, it is. It's lemonade that they, they literally froth the lemonade. They, they put it in oh. the steamer or frother. Like they make it the lemonade hot. Yeah. It's lemonade, um, peach tea, m- green mint tea. Huh. And I can't remember what else, but it, it actually is delicious. It's very it's citrusy. Really it's kind of citrusy and bright. One of my, um, one of my friends, when I shared, um, the medicine ball on my Instagram stories that it was a, it was a remedy for someone. She said, that's just like giving yourself, that's just like giving yourself a hug. It doesn't really help you. But I would argue that a hug does help you. Oh, when so say, true. Preach, right? Preach. Well, you know it, what? They say that um, chicken soup doesn't do a whole lot for you, but here's what it is. You're hydrating yourself. Yes, it's something good. It's I think the honey on your throat it's is soothing good. soothing on your throat. Yeah, there's honey in this so, too. That's right. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think hugs help when you're Listen, sick. Listen, um, some of those, what do they call those? Um, like not old wives' tales. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Old wives' yeah. tales. Well, well, it's old wives' tales, and it's also like um, just old-fashioned remedies. Yeah. You know, some like, of them, you, mm-hmm. like one of them, you know which one I tried before is when you stick an onion in your sock? Yeah. Have you ever done that? No, but that was one of them somebody shared. Yeah, I've done that. They said that not just for respiratory, they said, you know, anything. You know what we... We got in our house since um, when we had our November 4th event. Somebody brought the Bohemian Mama stuff. Mm-hmm. Mallory yes. got this. It looks like an oversized chapstick. Yes, it's of what like she talked menthol about. Yeah, and, and rub, you rub it on your chest. It's like a big she chapstick. Like she loves it. Did she put it also? Remember the lady that talked about that? Like and putting she it, said under she put it under your nose? I don't think she did that yet. It. Yeah. So, yeah. Bohemian we Mama. love that. We're gonna, we're coming for you. You know, a lot's happened since we've yeah, been together. I feel like I feel like this is our like our catch up. Uh, like episode. this is like a catch up episode, or like what's happening now. I know because we had a couple. You know, guests. we had a couple mm-hmm. guests. We had our live event, and yes. I feel like it's been a while since it's just been us. Yes, so yes, we've had a lot going on. Yes, what's your good day? Oh. <laughs> okay, here's my good day. Okay. I talked about this. Um, last time and it happened this weekend is i was the conductor <gasps> on the, the polar, polar express. express i'm so you know, excited for our you. friend sarah reith who was an episode or um, not an episode on a few episodes ago as a guest the psychologist she is the executive director of a nonprofit, and it was a fundraiser and she texted me a couple weeks before the event and said you know my biggest christmas wish would be is if you would be my conductor and i was like Okay, she we're knows doing what it. to do, doesn't she? That and you know Sarah. what her you know what her hook was. She was like, I don't know anyone else who can bring the Disney magic, and I was like, Oh, oh, that's challenge it. accepted. You did it, Sarah. You said so, the magic word. She got me a costume. It looked so good. It was very good, and um, I went on Amazon and I got a special hole punch okay. that was shaped um, like a star to yes, punch kids' very good, tickets. Very good. And it was a great night. There yeah. were four different loads, and it was at this um, historical society that owns an old train from the 1920s. And so the families got on the train. We had Miss Amy's Bakery there when they were done to oh, decorate cookies yeah. and that kind of thing. And it was just such a fun night, and it was such a good day. And so my good. family got to come, yes, I saw, which was so yeah, awesome, I and my kids loved it. And you know what else is cool? 
is my son's first grade class. They have a Polar Express day. And I talked to his teacher and I was like, hey, I have a costume. Would you want me to show up? Oh, that's great. So I'm going to go to my son's class and punch their tickets on their Polar Express day and read Polar Express to the first graders in costume. That's awesome. And he doesn't know. He's going to love it. It's so So, him. Yeah. It It was Um, so fun. I, I told you this and I'll stand by it. Sometimes when we do these type things as parents, especially if we have little children, sometimes we do them in an effort for, for ourself, like for our own creativity, for our own, um, for our own just self. Like, well, it's something something I'm passionate about. I love that nonprofit. Yeah. 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 And, and the invisible, and I, I've already told you this Mm -hmm. because when I saw the picture, I saw a picture you shared on your Instagram, which is at Hey Matt Barris. You shared a picture of your family and I could see in your kids' faces how like proud and mm-hmm. excited they were. And I think I think it's impar- it's important to point out to parents of young children that when you do these kind of things, thinking that you're doing it to fulfill like your creativity or yeah. to help an organization or whatever, sometimes we overlook the fact of what we're modeling for our kids. Absolutely. So your kids are going to always remember that you were the conductor of the Polar Express. Mm-hmm. They were very proud of that. They were very yeah. excited. And I think what it does is it starts to pave a path in them mm-hmm. that when an opportunity comes up that they get they're asked to do something it gives them bravery it gives them creativity it mm-hmm. gives them excitement totally. and it's just it's just a good reminder it's a good thing to do totally and i saw it in that picture i was like yeah. oh those kids are proud their faces were beaming were it was so a precious cute. picture adorable all right tell me your good day my good day is recently i went to west virginia our oldest son bought a new um, a house there, yeah. a little house in the woods, cute little um, four bedroom, two bath house. Now four bedroom, two bath house sounds like a big house. It is not a big house. It is a very cozy, small house. The bedrooms are very small, but they yeah. are doing exactly what they would like them to do. Um, MG has a sewing room. Teddy has, Teddy works from home. Mm-hmm. He's a geologist. So he's um, an office and we just had such a good weekend. It was yeah. just us. Um, I took MG to Jonas Brothers. And here's what I want to... <laughs> Your second Jonas Brothers second, of the listen, year. Listen, I'm in my concert era. And listen, <laughs> here's what I want to say also. When your kids are adults and they, ha- they have met their person or they have their person, mm-hmm. the things that you do to build into that person are very worth it. Mm-hmm. I... I do not regret one cent that I spent on those tickets. We had amazing seats. I bought the tickets like six months ago. We had incredible seats. Like we had seats so close we could see their, really see their facial expressions like for in real life. And, and she loved the Jonas brothers when she was like from 12 to 16 or 12 to 15. Um, And when they came up out of that smoke, I have a video. I actually <laughs> showed it, it to you. Yeah. I have a video. She started screaming and crying <laughs> like she was 12 again. I love and, that. And I, I will never that. forget it. I will never regret spending the money. I I am getting, I, you know, I'm 55. Yep. Where's ding, the bell? Ding, Where's ding. the bell? And, and, and I'm not usually out until 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, mama. I mean, because it was an hour, you know, and a half, it was almost an hour and a half away from their right, house. Yeah. But it was worth every single effort, every single penny, because 
I could just see how much she appreciated it and loved it and enjoyed it. And it was something that we could do together. Um, And then we set up Teddy's office and, you know, bought a desk on Facebook marketplace. And it was just, it was just the epitome of Mm -hmm. what these are good days is all about. It is, it is the moments that we have with our people and with those that we love that that might not seem extraordinary to others, but they really are. It's well, listen, I'm going to tell you what you, I'm going to speak into your situation okay. like you just did to mine. Here's the thing. When your parent people come around and your parent, and I can say this, this you could mean, act, I hope this an, doesn't. Uh, you mean as an adult? When, when, when you're an adult yeah, and, your and you have around, an, yes. a parent, I hope this doesn't make you cry. Because I don't, I didn't witness this in your relationship with your parents very much. Okay. When your parents come to you mm-hmm. and you're an adult and your parents serve you and your parents say, how can I treat you? How can I help you with this project? Right. That stuff to a parent might seem really small because well, it seems normal. You right? are. Yeah. And as an, a, when you're a grown up and you're like in your forties and fifties and sixties and you have money to do things or you know how yeah. to organize a kitchen right. or you right. know how right. to set up an office. Right. That's, that's like second nature to you. But when you're the kid and you have your parent come and say, Hey, I know you guys have been moving so much. What can I do to help? Or for us, we're in the season where it's, let me take the kids overnight that that's no big deal or I'll take the kids out to dinner or my, you know, my mom's classic for either come over to dinner or what's even like chef's kiss is when she'll say, I'm making dinner and I'll bring it over. Mm. Like Mm. those little things build into your relationship with your adult children so much. Right. Well, I got home and Teddy sent me a text just that it seemed like out of the blue. It was just like at, you know, three 30 in the afternoon and said, mom, I just want to thank you so much for helping me set up my office. I love it. Yeah. I love working in there and, and it just was so nice. I love that. And so yeah, the, that was my good day. That's that, so actually awesome. it was more than one day, but it was it was a good weekend. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, I do feel like we have a lot to catch up on, but I would say probably one of the biggest thing that's <laughs> happened since we've last talked on the podcast is you have made waves in I the social yet. media culinary community. Yes, I have. You have an Instagram reel that went viral, like. In a matter of a day, it, well, it hit it was, one million it, in like a day. Yes. By the end of the week, it was like in the fours and the five million. Yeah, you're I like, don't, Where you, is it now? Six point six point four or five million. Six I'm not point sure. four yeah. mil. Let's mm-hmm. let's round down. Yeah. To six, six point four. <laughs> I've never had anything do that six, on Instagram. So your, if you don't know this, you can look at Leanne's Instagram, which is at Leanne Miller. She was cooking for, well, why don't you tell your well, I was story? Prepping, this I is was, your story. I was prepping for a live event at, at Walnut Creek Cheese yeah. and Market, which you know we love, and they sponsor this podcast, and I can't say enough great about them. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about their Christmas salsa before the mm-hmm. end of this episode. Mm-hmm. It was so good. We were eating it before before we started recording. Um, and I was prepping for this live event, and, and my friend Berta was helping me that day, and yeah. I said, you know... I should set up the tripod yeah, and just record this while I'm doing this because you know, when you're doing, when you're making the effort of doing it, right. Well, you might as well at least, was that me doing yeah. it? I was actually, not only, um, you might as well be recording it. 
so I recorded me making snack mix. My sister-in-law, shout out, shout out Kathy, always makes her, for years has mm-hmm. made her party mix. She calls them doodads. So I call, I call them doodads because she calls them doodads. That's yeah. her recipe. And on the reel, it says Kathy's, Aunt Kathy's doodads. Mm-hmm. She always, for years, has made them in a big Rubbermaid tub because she makes such an enormous batch. Now, I'm telling you... Who is she making it for? Okay. I'm telling you, she makes it for... She gives it to she gives it to so many people. She gives mm-hmm. it to people that work for them. She gives it to neighbors. She gives it to her children, her okay. adult kids who have families. Like, she gives it to a lot of people. But she always has a huge tin in her kitchen in fact we have a picture of teddy when he was like two Aww. that he had crawled over to the tin and was literally like almost inside the tin That's because adorable. eating the doodads so she's made it in this big rubbermaid tupperware this big rubbermaid store it's a bin yeah forever yeah, yeah. and i just think it's genius because totally. if you're making a huge batch you know you don't have to put it in two separate bowls and then some of the right. stuff doesn't get as much as the other stuff and so i thought well i'm going to do that for the live event because it's something different right, right and we're just gonna record it so we recorded it and that night i was like you know i'm I'm just sitting here watching tv with daryl on the couch <laughs> i'm just gonna just put together a reel yeah. and i put together this reel and and really i i posted it in the evening yeah and by the next by the next late afternoon it already had a million views that is and crazy cr- it's crazy what was it doing before you went to bed I'm just I, curious. I don't even remember. Did you check in on it or did you just kind of post I, I don't it and e- forget about yeah, it? Yeah, I just don't even remember. Yeah. But it grew faster than anything I'd have grow. But I thought, well, great. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because when you're doing something like that, you're like, oh, should I do this? Should mm-hmm. I put it up? Should I not? You know, um, I have no makeup on. I look like a sleaze stack from the <laughs> land of the lost. And I'm like, you know, I am like, should I put this up? And, and it, you know, it's just funny because I did not expect for that particular re- reel to do what it did. Right. And then I did not expect, um, I think, I think there were two things about that reel that made it different. One, the huge tub. Right. People, people just were like, they were either saying this is the most iconic genius thing yeah, in the world, yeah, yeah. or they were saying this woman isn't using food grade safe containers and right. this is awful and disgusting and look at the excess one or the other. Right. So, so I, you know, I, I, it's just, it's just funny because it feels weird. Yeah. Like to, totally. so, um, so yeah, I, I had no idea it was going to so, do what it did. And then it started, mm. you know, it's, it somebody put in the comments in the beginning. Cause I, the, there's now, I don't know how many thousands of comments, so I don't read all the comments mm. obviously, but somebody in the beginning put anytime I see somebody, Mixing something in an oversized tub or container like this, I power walk to the comments. And I thought, that's kind of funny. Huh. Like, that's kind of strange. Like, why would they put that? And then and you figured out why. Then I found out why. Yeah. Because it was like everybody, everybody that had something negative to say about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, I felt like they all came out for me. Right. It was the strangest right. thing. Well, I think... So this is really what we're talking about today is the response to that. Yeah. Because right. it was so strange and unique and yeah, interesting. Was, yeah, it was the tub and mm. then I was so overwhelmed that week. I I was so busy and so overwhelmed. I was on really the verge of tears all that. You know that. Yeah. Like all that yeah. week I was so busy that I was on just the edge of tears. Right. So 
when it came time to empty the boxes, I didn't have anywhere to set the boxes. <laughs> so I just I just started throwing the boxes. Yeah. Every time I would empty one, I would just throw it. And it felt so good because I was like, I was so overwhelmed that yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm just heaving this box. It was like box. freeing. I, yeah, it, it, it felt good. Yeah. So I think between the big tub and the throwing of the boxes, people were liking something about that right. or, or extremely hating it. Well, I think there's... When you do something like this, you bring out different different things. And as an outside person that's, I mean, I am, I'm a little, I obviously have a bias towards you because you're right. one of my best right. friends. And we know each other. But I, when I looked at it, I thought, that's unique and that's really fun. And I thought, you seemed like you were a very joyful person. But I also thought... I don't think I would do that because I don't need to make that much snack mix, but I'll watch. Right, right, and right. What's interesting is that I don't. What I don't understand is whatever, whatever emotion or thought that brings to someone's mind, whether it's positive, negative, neutral, somewhere in between. What I truly don't understand still is why do people feel the need. To post their every thought on the internet. Well, why do I they don't feel, understand? Well, why do they feel the need? And also, why do they feel they have the right? You know, um, when you when you when you enter onto a profile page, you are entering into somebody's space. You know, mm -hmm. it's like their room or their house or their living room. Like you're entering into their space. Right. So why do people think they have the okay permission and the right to just say? whatever they want to say to you. Right. And, and one thing that was bothering me, well, first of all, when, when, when this, when the snarky rude stuff started rolling in, I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm, who cares? Whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bother with this. Right. And then when it kept happening, uh, there were things that were being said that were like, Oh no, 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 no. Well, and and true and here's what I think from what we talked about is it's one thing to say, that's a lot of butter, or why are you mixing food in that? But then when it crosses to something, some of the comments that you got were, oh, I hope you have good health insurance, oh, or you must hate your family oh, if you're or, feeding them that kind of stuff, or, or it's obvious you don't, it's obvious you don't care or love your family right. if you're feeding them that crap. Then it's and like, then, and then whoa. it's and vomit emojis with cancer journey right hashtag cancer journey i'm like right. what are you doing like right. what is what right. so so i started responding and i started responding in a way that was very sincere mm -hmm. but very and and what i thought was healthy yeah. like hey cindy i noticed you don't follow me right you we've never dm'd right we've never met in person right i highly doubt that you would speak to me this way in person right you know be well but if you don't and make your snack mix any way you want to make it, but this right. is my kitchen, right. like, you know, and, and the more that I started responding that way, the more people started coming into my DM saying, um, I came to watch the snack mix in the tub. I stayed yeah. because of the yeah. way that you were responding to yeah. comments. And, and here's the thing. So what we've done is we've made the, some of these silent rules on the internet, mm. like don't respond. Don't don't respond back. Let the haters hate. 
ignore right. them. Don't read the res- don't read the responses. Right. Well, good luck with that. Right. Because <laughs> some of them, obviously, when they're coming in like crazy, you, you can't read them all. Right. But some of them, if you get the alert at a certain time, you're seeing it. Right. Like you're right, going right. to look down and you're going to see it. Right. You're going to see it in the string of things. Right. Right. So so I when I started responding, I started I started feeling like okay, not. You know how people say, you know, you kind of take your power back when mm-hmm. you say to somebody, you don't have permission to talk to me that yeah. way. Or, I mean, we've you know, said that on this podcast. Right. Yeah. Well, what happens is you start saying to yourself, this is my account. Right. This is my kitchen. Right. This is a family recipe. This is party mix for Pete's <laughs> sake. You know, you're right. going to start telling me that I don't love my family because I feed them party mix. Like how ridiculous right. have we become? Right. And also... You do not have permission to act this way right. on this account. So when I started doing that, then I had people starting to come in saying, why are you so defensive? You have a public account. You did this for people to see it. I mean, started doing this kind of mm-hmm. thing with me. Like, I don't have the right to respond to my own right. comment. <laughs> right, right. Like, are you serious? Right. So I started responding to that and basically saying, Oh no, you're wrong in this, in this way. Mm -hmm. I do have, I, I do have the right to respond. Right. I do have a say in what's commented because people were saying like, you can't tell people what, yeah, well, yeah, I can. Cause this is my house. (laughs) This is my profile. This is my, and, and as far as being defensive, well, okay. Like, at what point do you just allow a bully to bully? Exactly. I mean, do you just be passive and go, okay, well, you know what? Just say I don't care, love my family. It's okay. <laughs> right. I do. No, I right. think it's okay to call out bad behavior. Right. It's okay to say, you don't have to be mean back. Like, I'm not being mean back. Like, when the girl right. said, good luck with your trailer trash mix. I mean, trailer park trash mix or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. Now, one, I have friends who live in a trailer park. Right. You know, don't do not do that. Right. Like, but I could have been very mean back. Right. You know, right. so, and I was seeing that happen. I was seeing people coming into mean comments, being being mean right back. No, no, right. no, let's not do that. Right. You know, Cindy has a right to say, I think that she's using bioengineered products. She shouldn't be using that. You know, she has a right to say that, but I have a right to respond and say, we're not going to talk like that to each other. Right. Um, Well, I guess my question too is, when did you decide to go from the, hey, you don't know me and you don't love my family to just saying, naughty list, naughty list, (laughs) naughty list, naughty list. I had a friend, you know, I was responding so diplomatically at first to several of the really, several of the rude ones. And our friend Kat came, texted me and was like, you know what you should do? You should just start responding naughty list. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. So I started responding naughty list and I was, I actually started <laughs> hoping for, for naughty comments so I could put naughty list with a Santa emoji because it was making me cackle. Every time I put naughty list, I would you just laugh. And then I started putting lyrics to, um, to Christmas songs. I started, that's so funny. I, somebody would put, um, um, Good luck with your diabetes. And I put, fa la 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 la. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Missy. And, or, and then one I put, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. Hey, <laughs> have a great. And that's it. Have a great 
Christmas. So was that after you kind of got tired of being diplomatic yes, and yeah, writing out yeah, thoughtful yeah, yes. long things? I was like, I was like, because those comments that were diplomatic were getting so many likes by people. Right. I had a feeling people were seeing how I felt. Right. And then it was like, I don't need to keep yeah, up people with that. know. And yeah. I also don't need to keep responding to every right. Right, to, right, right. to every hate comment. Right. You know, another thing that people loved commenting was Oh, she get, she she's making an a easy an easy fun snack, but she's spent a hundred and seventy dollars. My, you know, right, right, right. Have you seen the cost of cereal and butter and, and butter? Yeah. And just what we're we're ranting about the prices, and I thought, you know, it is my right again mm-hmm. to spend money, my money, right. or or to make things that I want to make, right. And you don't have to do it. I mean, so what do you think it is about <laughs> us that why why do you think we are so emboldened on the internet? Oh, because uh, I I think the answer is easy, and this is really what I believe. I think this is part of it. Obviously, part of it is that person's story. You know, mm. where, who that person is. That's part of it. The other person behind the, the behind person, the screen. Yeah, the person. Yeah. saying all it. Like either they're. They have something from their past. Yeah. They have a trigger yeah. from yeah. something. They're, they're bitter. They're un- resentful. Right. They're unhappy. They're jealous or whatever. You know, right. they have something happened. They don't like butter. But I really think a big part of it is when we are disconnected, when we don't have a relationship, when someone doesn't know me, the people right. that know me, you should have read some of the stuff that people who know me were commenting back mm-hmm. because they were getting so upset by yeah. the comments. Because they know me. Right. So the people that were saying the rude things or the disrespectful things or the unkind things were people I'd never met. Mm-hmm. They don't follow me, which I find fascinating. Mm-hmm. Wow, you ha- you you really are doing that and you don't even you don't even follow me. You right. don't even know this me. This is the only thing you've ever seen about me and you're making I, I, right. these judgments. This is the only yeah. interaction. Well, guess what? I really I want a boundary with you, right, sister. And sometimes you ended up blocking. Oh yeah, some I probably blocked a dozen people yeah. over the last week and a half or so. Yeah, but but I, I I think people when they don't know you, when they aren't invested in you, when they have no, there's no, there's not even a risk for them. Right. Like if you give me, it, it, it's what John Acuff said, which I shared. John mm. Acuff's wife said to him, um, "People who criticize you who don't know you." their criticism has no value. Right. Because criticism without any kind of investment in your life, without knowing you. Right. Mean, it means nothing. Right. Right. You know, so so if if people who don't know me are saying things like, this one lady said, well, it's very obvious you're a very angry person. And I was like, well, you actually <laughs> don't know me at all. Like, you don't know me. Like, you've, you, looked at one, angry. you looked at one reel, said something nasty. I kindly defended right. myself. And you're saying that I'm an angry person. Right. How weird. So, but I think because she doesn't know me, it's right. very easy for her to say whatever she wants. Totally. And from whatever lens she wants. Totally. Because she's operating from her own lens, from her own experience and her own people. Right. So I think I think when we are not connected mm-hmm. and, and we don't know someone, it makes it so easy just to spout off three sentences right. that feel good in the moment for whatever reason. Right. Um, but I, I think it's... I think when I say feel good, 
I mean feel good from that person's perspective. Right. Right. Because I don't think that that's they good at all. ultimately feel right. good. Right. I think how true is this for us in real life? Because I think, you know, we're so quick in real life, even in face-to-face relationships, when we, are, when we don't take the time to get to know someone mm-hmm. when they're in our real life. Mm-hmm. Um, when we don't take that time, and I... I I, in particular, can think about places in work environments, even in church environments, um, you know, if you volunteer at a nonprofit. When you're in any group of people where you have different roles and there's different people that you interact with, I think so often it's easy to take one thing that you've seen from somebody, just one snapshot of a conversation or a response or a day mm-hmm. and make a snap judgment mm-hmm. about them. And make it their and whole then make that persona. who they are yeah, exactly. And I think, to be honest with you, that's something that I have struggled with in leadership. Is there have been times where I've thought, "Man, you don't know me at all." If that's right, what you right, really right, think right, about right, me, right? Or if that's how you really think things are, right? Then you really must not know right. me, and you must not care for me or be invested in me at all. If that's what you think, and I think that goes. That, that goes for things like gossip. Mm-hmm. When If you choose to talk about someone in a certain way, I want to look at, at someone and say, man, you, have, you don't really have any compassion or empathy for them, or you must not know them at all. Or, right. That's right. not them. Right. That does, right. What you just said doesn't represent them at all. Right, right, right. I also think, um, I also think that it, when someone, when we do that, like when we make a judgment about somebody based off one experience, it's also coming from our own lens. 100%. Like we have our own insecurities. We have our own missteps. We have our own blind spots. So then we go, oh, well, that person must be. Right. Um, because of our own experiences. Absolutely. And so uh, that's why it's so important. We talk about counseling all the time, but that's why it's so important to pursue pursue your own health mm-hmm. so that when you do have one experience that might not be great, you can say to yourself, my hope is that that's not how that person handles it all the time. Right. My hope is that because right. I have heard this, this, this about them. Mm-hmm. So my hope is that my experience will be different, mm-hmm. you know, going forward. Yeah. And you know what my, my therapist said? I don't know if I've said this here before or not, but, you know, we often think that when people say things about that, that it really is all about us. Yeah, we really right. think it's all we about do. us. It's true. But at the end of the day, she'll say, "Human nature, it's really selfish." Like yeah. our human people aren't thinking so about their you responses, that much. Yeah. even though it's coming <laughs> at you, it's not about you. It's like, more about them. It's more, it's more about, about them. How they're feeling. And yeah. so she'll it's say really things like, "Matt, it really isn't about you." And she doesn't mean that that in a like Bad that way. I'm being yeah. prideful yeah. way. She'll be. She'll say like, maybe they're having a bad day. Right. Maybe they right. have. You know, there's right. a million other factors right. that really have nothing right. to do with you or your checks mix or your reel or <laughs> right. what you said right. in a meeting. It's, it's really not about you. One hundred percent. I um uh, a nail technician or uh, um, esthetician came in that was like a nail tech hair hair mm-hmm. person. And said some just things that weren't nice. Mm-hmm. And under that comment, there's like 314 comments <laughs> because people were so mad. I yeah. mean, people were so mad that she was saying what I was doing is unhealthy and she does nails with chemicals with and da, 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 yeah. da, da. they were saying basically like what the irony, you know, they were fussing. Right. And, and after about 200 comments, I went into the comments and I said, Hey, Hey, um, 
I can't remember what her name was now, Connie, I think, you know, I, I just want to let you know that, um, I have respect for your trade. Mm -hmm. Like it is, it is hard work Mm -hmm. being a hair designer, stylist and, and nail tech is hard. It's hard work and I respect it. And, and in the same breath, I, I'm asking for you to respect what I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think, I think that we can handle, I think we can handle things like this differently, Mm -hmm. but here's something else I wanted to say when we talked about this is often we don't say the things that we're thinking that are good. So we'll see, we'll see a real, we'll see a TikTok, we'll see a Facebook posts and we'll go, Oh, how sweet. That's so kind. Or, Oh, that's so beautifully written or, Oh wow. I love uh, this person inspires me, but we don't say anything. Right. I just want to tell you, say something. Right. I would make it a goal. Like if you are someone who consumes social media, if you scroll Mm -hmm. 30 minutes a day, let's say you scroll 30. Actually, I thought about this. I thought about this today because I knew what we were going to be talking about. And I thought, you know, I should set a timer for myself of uh, when I'm scrolling, I should set a 15 minute timer. Mm -hmm. And when that timer goes off, I should set another 15 minute timer and spend that time going to accounts who I love, who are working and providing content that serves me and, and I learn from and I'm inspired by, and I should go comment the positive things that they have built into my life by me right. being part of their social media community, right. because that is so important. Right. You know, um, my community, like I just, I just couldn't get over how people just came in and were like, <laughs> but, I mean, so many were like, don't so you funny. dare talk yeah. to Leanne like yeah. that. And, and, and I think, I think what can happen is we, we forget, we think that people don't need to hear it. We yeah, think that people yeah. like, oh, they're doing great. They're right. they're doing great, and they're like on top of the mountain, and they don't need you know they don't need to hear it. Yeah. When the truth is, people always need to hear it. Oh, people absolutely. Always like encouragement is in short supply. Right. It's not like it's not like people lay their head down on the pillow at night and say. I don't look over at Dean and say, oh, my word, I got so much encouragement today. It was just <laughs> exhausting how yeah, much encouragement. Exactly. You know, I think I think if if I had a, I don't know if we're doing parting shots yet, but if I had one, the parting shot would be don't hesitate to, to speak life and, mm-hmm. and love and encouragement into people that you feel encouraged by. Absolutely. And I, I think, too, one of the reasons why why this happens I think is the internet has emboldened us mm-hmm. the internet has mm-hmm. given us permission to be nasty oh and somehow so I don't know it's, but hasn't it's it gotten easy. worse in the it's last like, five years but it's easy to be nasty but I'll say this to your point it that also means it's just as easy to be encouraging oh, for sure similarly I think it's hard it's harder to be nasty in person you know, we're, we're much less likely to be nasty in person, but I also think it's harder to be encouraging in person too. Yes. You know, I, I actually had this yes. experience, this popped into my mind where I walked into a teacher's classroom. It was either early this week or last week. And I don't even know how this came to be, but she said, um, 
class, I want to tell, do you guys know who this is? She introduced me to her class. Some of them knew me, some of them didn't, because I'm not like a forward-facing teacher anymore. And she said, I need to tell you guys something about Mr. Barris. And I had no idea what she was going to say. And she said, he is one of the most consistent and joyful people Mm. that I've ever met. Mm. You know, when Mm. I see Mr. Barris, he might have a bad day. But he doesn't make me feel like he's having a bad day. He's having a bad day. Mm-hmm. He is full of joy and mm-hmm. he always greets me mm-hmm. and talks to me. Mm-hmm. And she said, that's one thing I love about Mr. Bear. And, and they did... went on with their, it was a minute. Yeah. How did that make you feel? Well, I'm still talking about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, and right. so that takes courage and vulnerability. <sighs> and I guess my parting shot would be whether it's the internet, whether it's in person, in person mm-hmm. have you know, if, if that feels uncomfortable or awkward to you to do in person, start on the internet. Right. Start on Facebook or, right. or Instagram. 100%. If you feel really confident about that and you're like, oh, I have really good relationships at work or in my family or with my spouse or with my kids, speak life into yeah. them because we, um, that matters. We decided today that when people were naughty, we were, <laughs> and we're going to title this podcast this, we decided we were going to say, don't be a doodad. Yeah, don't be don't, a doodad, don't, man. Don't be a doodad. Yeah, man. Yeah. Don't be a doodad. Don't, don't be a doodad. Don't like, do that, doodad. <laughs> don't do don't that, be a doodad. doodad. Okay, before we go, we have to say we tried the Christmas salsa. Yes. I absolutely love it. It has a little bit of sweetness because it has cranberry in it. Yes. So it has this a little tinge of sweetness to it that's a little, I'm not going to say fruity, but it's a little sweet, and it reminds me of... The raspberry jalapeno jam that you put on top of the cream cheese. It kind of has a little hint of of that kind of sweetness flavor. It is so good. It has a little bit of heat and a little bit of sweet. Yeah, so this is Walnut Creek Foods chunky Christmas salsa. It's so good. And it is it only it's only produced around Christmas. Well, right now I think it's only made around Christmas time, but I do think it's going to become a permanent product, but right now it's there. And yeah. so if you want to try it, I encourage you to go. You can go to their website. You well, can it order has it. that I read the ingredients before we cracked it open. It has cranberries and jalapenos in oh. it, and that combination yes. is so unique it's and so good. So good. Um so yeah, Walnut Creek Foods. Yeah, we love you. You know, thank you. We for are being... so thankful for them for being yes, our sponsors. Yes. Um they're part of the family, really. They really are. And you know what? I don't think it's ironic that they have checks mix on sale this week. <laughs> Did you notice that today? No. It's in their stories. <laughs> checks mix is on sale this week at Walnut Creek Cheese in um Walnut Creek, Walnut Ohio. Walnut Creek, Ohio and Hamish Country. So. That's so great. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? Awesome. Hey, well, thanks for sharing your story. And you know what, Leanne? Yes. I think it's great that you're real and viral. I think it's so good. Thanks. It, I think it's incur- it can be so encouraging yes. and so great. I, so, you know, I have kudos to, say, to you. Um, shout out to my nephew, Brody, um, who you know, mm-hmm. who is the sweetest kid. Yeah. He's not, He's a, not kid a kid anymore. anymore. He's in his 30s. But he called me at two days after I posted that reel. And said, Aunt Leanne. And I said, what? He said, what do you mean, what? And he was so excited. Yeah. And he celebrated with me and congratulated so awesome. me and was like giving me all these ideas. And mm-hmm. like you, wanting me to make more in the Listen, big tub. I want us what? to ma- I'm going to be in it with you. <laughs> We're going to make mashed potatoes in that tub. <laughs> what if we made mashed potatoes with brown butter and delivered them somewhere? Wouldn't that be fun? That would be 
hilarious. hilarious. Uh, we've, well, yeah, All right. Yep. Well, I love it. Yep. Hey, well, thanks for joining us in this conversation about the doodads. <laughs> and our parting Don't shot. Doodad. Don't be a doodad. Don't do it. Hey, well, whether ordinary or extraordinary, we hope you see that these, these are, are good, good days. days.